own by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Good News Show on this beautiful August 23rd of 2021. Uh, my name is Dave Palmer, along with Cecil Anderson. Diane Xavier is here with us as well. And you're there uh, listening, and we'd love to hear from you uh, if you want to call in and chat with us about things that are going on here in North Texas and the local Catholic world. Uh, or you can just sit back and listen. Uh, we've got, uh, this is the fourth Saturday, uh, fourth Monday of of the month. They just and wants it to be Saturday. I, I know, I know. It'd be nice if it was still Saturday, but it's Monday. It's the fourth Monday, and that means that the second half of this show is dedicated to the University of Dallas. We're always honored to have the president of UD, uh, Dr. Jonathan Sanford, come in, and today he is going to introduce us to, I think he's going to be in studio with Dr. Sanford, uh, the new chaplain uh, of... The University of Dallas and the, uh, the, the, and the Church of the Incarnation over there as well. His name is Father Joseph Paul Albin. He's a Dominican. And I have not met him. In fact, I didn't know there was a new uh, a chaplain. So that's going to be kind of fun to uh, learn, get to know him. And he has spent time in New Orleans. He was ordained only about a year ago, July 25th of uh, 2020. So he's a new priest, and uh, he will be on in the second half of the show. Here in about 15 minutes, uh, we're going to be on the line with our friend uh, Walter Crawford, who is the founder, co-founder of Homeschool Connections, uh, that offers a whole array of classes, both live and recorded, for homeschool families. In fact, I I teach one of the classes on the Summa Theologia. I've done that for about six or seven years. Enjoy it thoroughly. And uh, Walter is primarily going to talk to us about. An event coming up uh, in October, the 7th and the 8th, called Life After High School, uh, the Life After High School event. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know a lot about it, uh, but it's going to be an online event, and they've got experts and things like that. You know, I've got an 11th grader, and, you know, she's already starting to think about, you know, what do you do after high school? And there's so much uncertainty these days, and, you know, what did, you know, do you take a gap year? Do you go straight off to school? Do you pick a Catholic school and university, a public school? You know, yeah, that, a lot, a lot of, a lot of questions surrounding all that. So if you have a, a young person in your house or a, maybe a grandchild that you could uh, let them know about this, Life After High School 2021 uh, is going on October 7th and 8th, 2021. And uh, Walter Crawford will join us. He'll also talk about homeschool connections and the array of uh, fall classes that are available, including my little class that I teach once a week beginning, uh, I think it's like September 10th is the first date, uh, Introduction to the Summa Theologia. I already have about 15 people signed up for that class, so I'm oh, looking wow. forward to it. It's a lot is of fun. Is it only open to uh, what grades? Uh, it's it's high school kids generally. I've had adults that have asked, you know, can I jump in on the class? But, you know, there is grading, and yeah, I, I guess you can, but if you want to but uh it's in the middle of the day on a thursday from like 115 to 2 uh 245 and so i guess there's no limits i've had some middle schoolers i had a 
gosh, like a 12-year-old kid in the class one time. And interestingly, sometimes the young kids do really well because I think if their parents think they can handle it, they tend to be like really smart. And, and so, uh, but generally it's, it's high school, you know, 14 to 18-year-olds who are in, in the class. All right, so before all that, we are going to chit-chat a little bit about a few things. Uh, the time always flies by so fast. First of all, I wanted to bring Diane and Cisco into the conversation and uh, about the uh, – and you guys are in, like, perfect line with each other, so I can't, I can't see Cicel. Okay, there we go. I'm here. <laughs> All right, so Cicel was hiding behind Diane. Uh, we had a retreat uh, last week. We were on the air Monday. We, we all flew out to Midland on Tuesday. Yep. Uh, most of the GRN family was there. We went to this Way Retreat Center in Midland. Uh, pretty cool. It was all – wasn't silent – uh, no. <laughs> but uh, what, what were y'all's takeaways from the retreat, uh, Sizzle? Oh, well, first off, it's always great when we can all get together because it's been almost two years, I think, since we had the last one just because yeah. of COVID. It's been postponed so many times. So to finally be able to get most everyone there was really exciting to meet some people you hadn't met in person yet. Um, but I just it was just it was really lovely to in the middle of the week go to a retreat and have time for adoration we had father mark mary who was leading the retreat and he was gave some wonderful talks and just being able to like gather together with everyone you work with and just lots of laughing mm-hmm. was happening you know yeah. it was yeah. just it was just very refreshing <laughs> although you know the traveling and everything like that on thursday when we got back i'm like man i need a retreat from the retreat <laughs> i know i know all the all the all the travel and then it's like end of the week and you know how do you wind things up mm-hmm. but uh diane what, what about you what would you think of it well you know the retreat center itself is beautiful like yeah. i've never yeah. Yeah. experience that type of beauty even in hotel it's nicer than hotels just the way it is designed it's just quiet and peaceful mm-hmm. and i especially like the um priests that led the retreats and are very humble and it was just good to you know take a break from the hustles of the world and yeah and i love to be on a like a regimented you have a schedule yes. and here's adoration here's confession here's talk number one here's dinner mm-hmm. and there's something like kind of, I don't I want to say it's just it's you're not you're not in control you're just following the schedule right. and it's it's all laid Minimal out there thinking required yeah you don't have to make any decisions you don't have to you know be creative or think about what you're going to do you just let mm-hmm. god god guide you through this thing and i it, it was a, a need it was quick you know we got there thir- uh, tuesday and uh, by thursday morning we were already flying out so mm-hmm. but it, it was very nice and uh we always pray for all of our listeners and so you were prayed for and uh it was it was neat and yeah some of us hadn't even met each other i hadn't right. I hadn't met Adrian yep. uh, Fonseca from down in Houston. I hadn't met um, well, I met David Magalanis at, at our event, but only a couple of weeks ago, and I had uh, but a few others uh, that I, I'd never met yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so that was that, and I, I just wanted to um, mention real quickly this past weekend, I uh, and my family drove down to San Antonio. Because there was a Fullness of Truth event. And many of you have probably been to Fullness of Truth events here in uh, North Texas, like in Arlington. And there was one recently in Plano. And you went to one in Tyler, right? Was that, I was did. that Fullness of Truth? Yeah, that was Fullness of Truth. I went yeah. to one. It was in Canton. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they do these all over the place. But I'll tell you, the San Antonio one is the biggie. Ooh, yeah, okay. they, they have it at the Hyatt Regency Hill Country Resort and Spa. And I was asked to be the MC. 
And I said, yeah, sure. And they said, you can even bring your family. And it's just, it's a really cool environment. We got there Friday night and there's just kids of all ages running through the hotel. And it's just a lively scene. It's mm-hmm. very Catholic, big families. And then it started Saturday morning and had speakers like Father Donald Calloway said mass on, on, awesome. on uh, Saturday morning. He gave two different talks. Uh, Steve Ray was there. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, a couple others that you may not be as familiar with. There was a lady named Mary Bielski, who I, you probably never heard of her, mm-hmm. right? She was great. And she was just so spirit filled and, uh, you know, got very passionate and emotional. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, her, her talks, uh, very much. And, uh, they, they, they did a great job and it was an honor to be the MC down there. It's, it's one of those, and again, it's, it's another, one of those things again where everything's, you know, this talk is at this time and then you yeah. do this and then you do that, especially when you're the MC because, you know, you're just, you're following the schedule and it, it's, it, it, I don't know, there's something really nice and everybody's happy and you're together and they, they had about a thousand people there. Oh, wow. That's they, a big they, awesome. they had a youth track, uh, Dave Moore and Lauren, you know, Dave yeah. and Lauren, the, the musicians from Absolutely. here in North Texas, they were there and the music was great and everything just everything just worked and mm, it, uh-huh. and by you know last night i was like i don't want to leave oh. but you know <laughs> had to come come back to reality oh yes well, all that's right awesome. so that's it that's what that. makes fullness of truth uh, what's unique about fullness of truth re- retreat uh well they they have a lot of speakers mm-hmm. you know like our event you know our event was you know two three hours long it was on one evening and one speaker you know I, we had a great event but there's there's goes on longer. Even the local events tend to be like a whole day or mm-hmm. maybe a Friday night into a Saturday, and so you yeah, it's it's just just longer and and tend to have more speakers. And they've had events before where you know they have ten speakers back in the old days with Father Crappie and Scott Hahn and you know Joe McLean, our our uh, program uh, director for the GRN. He used to be their executive director. And uh, so it was neat. Mm-hmm. It, it was neat. So I all bet right, people from all over too. Yeah, yeah, there were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of people from out of town, and uh, at, and I got a chance to get up there and talk about Guadalupe Radio Network, and I asked him kind of a trick question. I said, you know, I'm looking out at hundreds of people in the crowd, and I said, how many of y'all live in an area where you can hear the Guadalupe Radio Network, right? And so about half of the hands went up, right? And you know why it's a trick question, right? <laughs> Not really. Because technically you can listen to it wherever. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I said, well, yeah, we're in Houston, we're in you know DFW, we're in San Antonio, and Florida, and Alabama, New Mexico, and Kansas, and all that. I said, but <laughs> I said I was over in Austria a couple years ago cool. listening to Guadalupe Radio Network, and so I got to talk about the app. and And Mario was there. Uh, oh, we r- did r- go. Yeah, Richard awesome. and Sean weren't able to make it, uh, but Mario was there, and he had a table set up, and uh, it was great. It was great. So, uh, anyways, that uh, Ken Zamet, the the founder of Fullness of Truth, he was there, and he said he wants to bring more events to North Texas. So awesome. I, I'm sure we'll be you know talking about that a, a lot more. All right, uh, let, let's talk about our Facebook page, and also okay. uh, we we need to get some folks to um, sign up also for the Back to the Father list. Yes, right. Do. So, do you want to mention that, Cecil? Sure, absolutely. So, um, our Facebook group. This is just for we have a general Facebook page for our whole network that you can get lots of updates from. But if you want more local updates as well, and you can also, it's an open Facebook group where you can post about events, Catholic events happening in North Texas. You can go to facebook.com and you type into the search bar, GRN, 
W, and you ask to join the group, and uh, it'll just ask you a couple questions, like what parish you went go attend, and how you found out about the Facebook group, um, or about the radio station, and uh, I will accept you into the group, <laughs> and... Um, you know, you have to get through me. It's it's really intimidating. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I pretty much accept everyone uh, unless they look like a spam bot or something. Um, we currently have 444 <laughs> members, which is a very satisfying number. Do you it say would be 444? 444. At least okay. it's not 666. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, it would be great if at least one person, so we got to 445, because I feel like that's a little bit, it looks nicer. Um um, but 450 would be great. So again, facebook.com and you type into the Facebook search bar, GRNDFW, and you will find our group and we'd love to have you join our group. And uh, back to the father you mentioned. So back to the father, if you're in North Texas, you just go into grnonline.com. And if you have your location settings to go to North Texas, otherwise you'll have to go to the North Texas page via the toggle on the top left corner. But one of the... You scroll down a little bit. One of the four we have these. What's happening at GRN in your area? Back to the Father's one of the first titles. It's the picture of Saint Mike. It's the um, what's the name of the photo? Oh, Michelangelo, the, Michelangelo's, yeah, the creation of man, yeah, the creation of man, or creation of man picture. You just click on that, and that'll take you to where you can sign up to our email list, so you can stay up to date with Back to the Father, which is a streamed show that we have every Friday at 2 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of easy to forget. So if you have an email, <laughs> you can get a preview about what we talk about. Yeah. Um, and uh, some of the topics are really, really, really interesting. So. Yeah, we talked about superstition and creation and angels and the Trinity. <laughs> hell and what? Yeah, hell. Uh, yeah, that when, when Adrian's hosting, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, uh, let's see. What else? Oh, we had live remotes. Yeah, live remotes. Ooh. First one's going to be Labor Day weekend at yeah, St. Jude, right? Yeah, only two weeks from now, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I can't believe, I'm so excited. I can't believe we're getting into the season again. I, I, I love this season, but we have quite a few already scheduled for the next couple months, don't we? Like four or five at least, and probably some more. So the first one's St. Jude and Allen, and then I think, is it, what's the next one after that? St. Catherine of Siena. St. Catherine of Siena, then I think possibly Mary Immaculate as well. Yeah, Mary Immaculate, Mary Immaculate, and then St. Joseph Richardson. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Uh, so we want more. We love going out there. Yeah, the Bishop's Golf Tournament yes, we in have, September. Yeah, that's true. We yeah, also that's will be there. The, the end of September. Yeah, I think it's like the third, the 30th or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, 27th. Here, yeah, 27th. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was within three days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> long, long you're in the ballpark. <laughs> uh, I, I feel inspired to mention uh, Mighty is Her Gift, mm. uh, which is a retreat that is being put on by the organization Mighty is Her Call. And that's going to be September 11th, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. over at St. Rita in North Dallas. And... Um, we we're promoting it yes. uh, on the air, and so that's uh, some uh, some wonderful ladies, a Catholic mother's retreat uh, where you can just kind of unwind and get spiritually fed. And, and so uh, you can, uh, let's see, uh, mightyisherkall.com is where you can find out more. Any other events that are um, hitting the radar? We've got the, the Catholic Bowl coming up Labor Day weekend, uh, which oh, is yeah, that's right. some, some high school football teams from Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic high school. Yeah, ca yeah Catholic uh, high school football teams, Little Rock. And it's it's something that is very unique. And there's also a patriotic angle and uh, they're um, going to be uh, uh, honoring Father Capan, who's was a, like a military chaplain, who, who I think his cause of canonization is underway. Uh, so we'll, we we did an interview with the organizer of that, and we'll have more information on that. But it's it's pretty cool because yeah. we've got some football teams from various di four different dioceses. Uh, Fort Worth locally, uh, Nolan Catholic High School, yeah. and in 
uh, the Dallas ICJP2 High School. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Another event that's coming up is the Christ Child Society of Dallas-Fort Worth is having their fiesta on Saturday, September 18th at the Courtyard by Marriott, uh, Marriott uh, the Dallas Flower Mound uh, location. And I've been to one of these before, and they're quite fun. It's all to uh, support all the work that they do with kids in the area from layettes um, that they provide to mo- new mothers and reading programs and all sorts of things. So you can go to their website, Christ Child Society DFW. You. All right. That made me think of the Christ Child Luncheon uh, that the I CPLC know. does. <laughs> That's going to come up, too. <laughs> yeah, we got to go to break, but uh, we're starting to get some uh, requests for Christmas events. I know Birth Choice is doing a Christmas event. Uh, Catholic Brain is doing a big Christmas event with Dr. Scott Hahn and I think Chris Stefanik, and that's coming up. So I, I just, it, it warms the cockles of my heart when we even start thinking about the Christmas season and Advent because I absolutely love it. So, all right, we got to take a break, a uh, real quick break, and we'll come back with Walter Crawford to talk about homeschool connections and also the life after high school event. I think you'll be interested in this. We'll be right back. We all need a plan for our money. Financial Peace University is that plan. It teaches God's ways of handling money. Through video teachings, class discussions, and interactive small group activities, the class presents biblical, practical steps to get from where you are to where you dream you could be. Prince of Peace Catholic Community in Plano is hosting an online Zoom course on Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University starting September 19th. For more information and to register, visit popplano.org slash fpu. Hello, my name is Esther Fernandez, a new sponsor at KATH 19 AM and a realtor with JPN Associates. I'm a parishioner at Holy Spirit Parish in Duncanville and a longtime supporter and volunteer with the Guadalupe Radio Network. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? If so, you can reach me at 214-845-1753. That's 214-845-1753. Or by email at estherzfernandez at gmail.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-Z Fernandez at gmail.com. All right, 17 minutes after the hour now, and this is the Good News Show. Thanks for joining us. If you want to call in, you have any questions about homeschooling or homeschool connections or the Life After High School event coming up October 7th and 8th, you can call us, 877-757-9424, 877-757-9424. And uh, we are joined uh, on the air via phone with Walter Crawford. He's one of the founders, along with Maureen Whitman, of Homeschool Connections, and they just keep growing and growing and growing and putting on conferences and this event, like Life After High School. Walter, how you doing? Good afternoon. I'm well, Dave. Good afternoon. It's great to be here. Yeah, well, thanks for your sponsorship, and we're going to start promoting, and people start hearing this spots for the Life After High School uh, event. Uh, let's talk first, before we get to that event in particular, about Homeschool Connections itself. How many years have you been doing this? And for folks who haven't, you know, don't have any familiarity with homeschoolconnections.com, uh, uh, what do you guys do? Sure, and thanks for the opportunity to share this with you and your audience. Um, yeah, we've been around for 13 years, and we started off with the ambition of just trying to offer you know, families that who are homeschooling, who couldn't reach conferences, the opportunity to still hear from speakers that speak at conferences. And that was the initial idea. Then we kept hearing from parents, you know, I really want you to help me teach my children, but I don't know how to do it online. And so that kind of started the, started the idea. And, ever, and here we are 13 years later, offering over 200 live classes. And we have a lot of self-paced interact, or rather self-paced independent learning courses that over 400 courses available. But um, the idea behind and our philosophy is to really to support the parents. 
where they're at. So Homeschool Connections is designed to, whether you need a full-on um, set of courses to have your students take, or you just need that one course that needs, uh, that, that simply isn't meeting you where you're at. You know, you don't know how to teach that course or what have you. We offer that. And we, and, and it, not just from um, people that um, are what good at what they know, but they're passionate about it. They're experts in their field, right? So you think about the Tim Staples of the world and the Trent Horns and the Joseph Pierces and the Kevin O'Brien, who's uh, from EWTN's Theater, Theater of the Word. You know, you have some really high caliber uh, teachers that are teaching your students in a, in a way that's uh, clearly Catholic and clearly true to the magisterium and really enthusiastic and the, the kind of teachers that are going to inspire students, not just to want to take this class, but future classes, right. To, mm-hmm. And have an interest in that subject matter. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, there's another person I'm leaving off that list. It's Dave Palmer. Oh yeah. I've heard of that <laughs> so, guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he's a, he's a great teacher too. So I, I, I would be remiss in omitting his name as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. And yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a one, one trick pony. I, I think it's amazing when you have teachers that are teaching, you know, five, six, eight courses. And you know, I think some of these people are doing it full time for you and, and just teaching all kinds of courses. I, I do one course and that's all I've done. Introduction to the Summa Theologia. Uh, and every year, uh, 24 classes, we go through the entire Summa and it's great. And I, I've just been so impressed with the quality and the caliber of the students. Uh, it's just, it's just amazing. Uh, so, um, if somebody's listening and they're thinking, oh, I'd like to check into that. I know you have, they can sign up for live classes and there's also the, you, you can pay like a monthly amount and pretty much like get any, all the recorded classes as well. Can you explain the difference? Sure. So the live classes, uh, enrollment's closing for the fall semester. It's beginning to wrap up. Some classes are starting even as early as the end, uh, rather, I guess you yeah, have the beginning of next week, come to think of it. Um, but, uh, but there are still some seats still available. So if you, uh, are still scrambling at this moment in time and still trying to figure out what am I going to have my kid take for this class or, you know, that sort of thing, uh, I would definitely encourage you to take a look at our website at homeschoolconnections.com. Uh, we have some openings for some classes. And by the way, I meant to mention we have a full on from A to Z writing program that will get your kid, get your student, uh, reading, uh, writing at a college level when it's all said and done, a very high level, college level, I should say. Um, but that's that's our live courses. So uh, the other side of that, which you referenced, is our unlimited access courses or self-paced independent learning courses, which are available um, 24-7, seven days a week. So let's say there's a course that you still don't have a command on or subject matter that you need your student to take that you just haven't had a chance to, or you can't find the right place. You know, maybe your local co-op hasn't offering it, or you simply, there's no other place to turn. We have over 450, now 500 courses, which is overwhelming. So turn to us and, and we can help you uh, vet some of those courses. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but you know, the, it, the courses themselves are there for you 24 seven. And what's great about them is, is that they're self, as I mentioned, they're self-paced in nature, but there has all the assignments that are included with it. Um, additionally answer keys and if you still need that accountability component which a lot of parents do a lot of students do what there are, many of them have what we call instructor access and instructor access basically is a gateway into accessing the teacher who originally taught the course and that teacher um, for an additional fee it's usually pretty nominal about $50 or so 
but they will there they will then grade the student's assignment as they're taking it, even in a self-paced manner. So it's it's a wonderful resource. It's a great way of uh, holding your student accountable, getting feedback from your student that from the teacher who taught the course, and knowing that whatever they're being taught, it's being taught within the guardrails of the Catholic Church. Yeah. And that's a big part of what, we, what we're about. Yeah. Walter Crawford joins us, co-founder, Homeschool Connections. You can find him online, homeschoolconnections.com. Uh, let's switch over and talk about the, the Life After High School event, October 7th and 8th. I know you all have put on homeschool conferences, and is this the first time you've done Life After High School? Uh, just t- tell our listeners, what, what is this all about and how, they can par- how can they participate? Yeah, great question. So first off, it's free to everybody. So um, I'd highly recommend you go to the Life After High School. So I think it's going to be, if you go to catholichomeschoolconference.com, you'll see upcoming events, and under that you'll see Life After High School. Uh, but it's, and it's, as you pointed out in your, uh, in your intro, Dave, it's uh, October 7th and 8th. And it's basically a career and college fair for the Catholic team. So it's it's intended to help parents and students make decisions after high school, right? So so many of the kids that we hear about um, don't really know where they want to go, whether it be you know whether it be college or the trades or even a, some a vocation or um, you know some somewhere in between, like taking a gap year and supporting the net ministries or our ministries like that. There's, a, there's so much, uh, there's so much to learn about these facets uh, that follow high school and, and realizing that it's not just about college, right? Yeah. Some students are not simply prepared for college. And I don't mean in an academic sense. I mean that there may be maturation and, and frankly, colleges are expensive, right? Yeah. So to sink a lot of money into colleges nowadays is uh, is not always the best avenue for students. You don't want to go into a mound of debt and only realize you really didn't like what you studied. Um, so it's really helpful to have an opportunity to explore the opportunities that do exist. And that's really what the Life After High School uh, conference is about, is to give students and parents a, a, a channel, a place to go to that is free, that helps them understand what options exist. And it's it's about that, and it's also about preparation. So let's say you know where uh, you want to go, uh, you want to go to college. Uh, it's a chance to see the colleges, right? Uh, they they do their own presentations. We have a number of sponsors. I'd be remiss in saying, like the John Paul the Great University, Catholic University. We have Ave Maria, the Catholic University of America, who who by the way have a great entrepreneurial program, business entrepreneurial program, which is neat. Franciscan and, and, and the start of college called the Collegium. I think they're out of California now. So, mm. so I mean, we have some, a wonderful array of sponsors that are also going to be participating as well in the conference. So you get a, a chance to firsthand hear about these colleges and what they're up to. Um, and to that end, it's also worth pointing out that you're going to get the opportunity to uh, hear from college planners and such, so or access to them. So, uh, you know, like financial planning and things like that. So there, there's some really, uh, and, and by the way, it's worth pointing out our schedule is still being solidified, so we're still working on that. But I, I know if it's anything like it was last year, it's going to be a real special event for every parent and every student who's considering any of these uh, avenues um, after after high school. And it, so it's really geared for the, you know, um, the students who are in high school primarily and, and maybe even the senior years sophomore, junior, uh, senior years, 
Uh, it's never too early to start, of course. But uh, junior and senior are probably the ones who most benefit from this. Yeah. You said it's free uh, the 7th and 8th of October, uh, which I'm looking at my calendar. That's a Thursday and Friday. Is it going to be like set time? Is there a live component? Or is this more like, you know, look at a menu and click and watch pre-recorded stuff? Or what's the, the content and format going to be? Yeah, great question. So it's going to primarily be live talks. Okay. So there will be a schedule for the announced. It'll be being announced here pretty soon. Um, so just go ahead and go, pay attention. Go to the website, the CatholicHomeschoolConference.com site, and you'll click on upcoming event. And the schedule will be released pretty soon uh, as we get closer and closer. So we're still a little, little ways, but we'll have it being uh, probably the next couple of weeks. I would imagine you, you should see something up there. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a scheduled uh, set of talks. And we're going to start off with the rosary in the morning. So it's a great way to kind of prime everybody. And then we'll get we'll transition into the talks. And then you'll have, um, and that'll include again some um, aspects of from the colleges as well as well as just live talks from speakers who have a a point of view that's so worth willing and so 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 good to listen to, I guess you could say, for these high schoolers and parents. Yeah. And, you know, I think, gosh, uh, it's been a long time since I've been in college or, you know, gosh, high school trying to make this decision. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, com- it's more complicated now, isn't it? I mean, it's more, uh, the, there's more options. Like you say, that I, I didn't consider a gap year, but, you know, I, my, my, you know, 11th grade daughter is, you know, considering that. And, and, and also with COVID and the pandemic and, you know, like you said, the cost of, of, of education skyrocketing, there, there's a lot lot to consider isn't there yeah and 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 that's that's the that's the you know the travail here we all have to kind of cross so with you know it was in for me it was just you know it was understood that i was going to go to college but you're right there wasn't a lot of consideration given to gap year to the trades um or anything of the sort now i wasn't a tradesman by (laughs) you know i never really have been but but uh but there are a lot of kids that are out there that are simply far better than me uh, at the trades and should explore it as, as a potential career. But you're right. I mean, it's just something that, um, but, but to have those options in front of you, to have them presented before you is something that's worth, uh, worth exploring. And that's what life after high school tries to serve. Um, you know, colleges are, are really expensive and yes, there's still value in them. There's no doubt about it for the right student who wants to has a pretty good idea what they want to do. It doesn't have to be exact at this time, but because they'll probably switch majors and whatnot, but, but to have an idea that that's their pursuit, a lot of them should have access to it in a way before they even sign a check. Right. And that's where the conference comes into play. It gives them a a really good opportunity, a good foot in the door um, to, to learn more about these colleges and what, what follows, right. What, what follows if it's not college, what else? Right. Yeah, well, great. Let me give out the websites a couple of times. Thanks, Walter Crawford, uh, with Homeschool Connections. You can go to homeschoolconnections.com, and you can find out about the live and the recorded classes and the all-access that he was talking about. If you want specific information about Life After High School 2021, it will be Thursday and Friday, October 7th and 8th. Uh, and just go to catholichomeschoolconference.com, and uh, you'll find it all there. Did I get all that right, Walter? 
Yeah, this uh, the website great for the Life After High School. Go to upcoming event. You'll see it there. It's clicking that link at the top, and you'll see it right there. So, all right, you got it all right, Dave. You're, you're, you're spot on as usual. Hey, as plus usual. and smiley face, right? Sticker. <laughs> you got it. Okay. You got it. Hey, thanks, Walter. Good talking with you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. Okay. Bye, bye. All right. Uh, let's uh, take a little break, and uh, I'm excited because uh, not only do we got Doctor uh, uh, Jonathan Sanford, uh, the president of UDN. But uh, Father Joseph Paul Albin, a Dominican priest, new chaplain over there at UD, is uh, here in studio. Uh, we're going to meet him for the first time, and you can meet him for the first time on the radio here in a few minutes. Uh, we'll be right back. Want to be a better father to your son? Why not skip the weekend superhero movie and be the saint your son needs? If you can endure the elements, shirk some material comforts, and pray a rosary around a campfire, the troops of St. George are recruiting. Troop 77 of Collin County, the magnanimous 77th, is looking for a few good dads and their sons. Troop 77 is kicking off the school year at 7 p.m. Monday, August 30th. Check them out at TSG77.org. That's TSG77.org. Your odyssey begins at the University of Dallas, the premier Catholic liberal arts university in Texas. With campuses in Irving and Italy, UD's rigorous core curriculum sets it apart. An education rooted in the great works of Catholic and Western tradition. An education that ennobles and enables students in the pursuit of wisdom, truth, and virtue. Undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs are available. Start your college odyssey at the University of Dallas today. Go to udallas.edu to learn more. Welcome back to the Good News Show here on this beautiful Monday afternoon. And as Save the date, St. Gabriel the Archangel Parish in McKinney invites all married couples to their 10th annual Marriage Enrichment Retreat from October 9th through the 10th. The overnight retreat takes place at the Marriott Dallas Fort Worth at Champion Circle. The keynote speakers are Debbie and Marty Giorgiani, Debbie's co-host of Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. The event features fellowship, quality couple time, teachings, resort accommodations, and a catered dinner. For more information and to register, visit stgabriel.org. Hi, this is Erin Brown, the master teacher with Aquinas Writing Advantage, the middle and high school online writing program with homeschoolconnections.com, the online Catholic curriculum provider with over 450 courses and a sponsor of this station. Your student can meet with me, with other writing professionals, and with students from around the world online for live, interactive classes or get unlimited access to recorded courses. It's online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family with homeschoolconnections.com. Show your support for Catholic education and sports. Global Football is proud to work with key leaders representing four notable Catholic dioceses in the inaugural Catholic Bowl, Saturday, September 4th at the Ford Center in Frisco, also located on the campus of the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters. Kicking off the action at 2 p.m. will be John Paul II High School of Plano versus St. Thomas High School from Houston. The 7 p.m. matchup will feature Nolan Catholic High School of Fort Worth, welcoming Little Rock Catholic High School of Arkansas. And to purchase tickets, visit globalfootball.com slash Catholic Bowl. And we're back. This is the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network. Thanks for joining us uh, on this beautiful, hot Monday in August. And it's the fourth Monday of the month, and that means that we have a visit from uh, Dr. Jonathan Sanford, the president uh, of University of Dallas. Of course, busy time for all Catholic universities, all universities, because school is starting up again, and he has a special guest that he has brought into studio. I'm so delighted to meet Father Joseph Paul Albin, uh, the Dominican priest, the new chaplain of the University of Dallas. Dr. Uh, Sanford, good to see you. Great to see you, Dave. Thanks for having me on again. And indeed, it is 
an exciting time. We welcomed our largest incoming class to campus last Friday. Um, our, our freshmen um, have been oriented, and tomorrow we have the Mass of the Holy Spirit, and on Wednesday classes begin. So there's a lot of vitality and energy on campus. Yeah, it must be so exciting. This yeah. is your first uh, beginning of a school year as president, that's, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, I, I've been thinking of, of our work at the University of Dallas as, as a new springtime. I know it's fall and and uh, almost fall. Yeah. Uh, still feeling the, the Texas heat these days, but, <laughs> but it's a new springtime coming out out of, of uh, kind of a fraught period with COVID yeah. and, and um, the eagerness in these new students is mm-hmm. remarkable to see. Yeah, they, well, I know several of the new students, and they're all excited. And I saw pictures on Facebook of them, you know, driving, getting out of their car and going on campus, and mm-hmm. uh, very exciting. And uh, I did was not aware that uh, there's a new chaplain of the university. That, I'm delighted right. that he's in studio with us. Yeah, so I'm, it, it's my great pleasure to, to welcome Father Joseph Paul Albin, who is. Um, a member of the Order of Preachers. He has been an ordained priest for about a year, a little bit more than a year. And he replaces Father Thomas Moore, um, Barba, who had been here for four years and is building on the on the good work that Father Thomas Moore did. And I thought it would be a great opportunity to let Father Joseph Paul talk about his work. He was here last year as the assistant chaplain, assistant director of campus ministry, assistant rector of the church, um, and, Assistant of um, everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and um, one one of his major tasks this past year was was integrating focus missionaries into the life of of uh, campus ministry on oh, campus, wow. and he continues that this year. So, welcome to the show, Father Joseph Paul. I feel very welcomed. <laughs> Glad <laughs> to be here. You know, I I uh, you, you've you've got a tall order. You're you're over um, campus ministry, as I was just saying. We have the Church of the Incarnation on campus. You're the rector of that church, and you're also the chaplain for the university. How how do those parts all fit together? I think all of them fit together in that uh, I am here to, to serve the sacramental and pastoral needs of everyone on campus, including all of our visitors. Anyone that, that you know steps foot on the campus is someone that I believe I'm uniquely called to serve. And so uh, whether I am, you know— at mass and the confessional meeting with students one-on-one or just being kind to passers-by as I walk through our campus. Uh, I think that's my ministry is mm-hmm. to everyone that, that comes on campus. And so I don't, I don't really see them even as separate jobs. If I'm mm-hmm. quite honest, I, I'm, I'm never not a priest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so in that way, I just, I try to bring, you know, my, my joy as a Dominican and, mm-hmm. you know, my, my priestly life into all that I do. And so, uh, and we're blessed that we live, you know, five minutes down the hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seven minutes in this heat, but yeah. <laughs> normally five <laughs> minutes down the mm-hmm. hill. Yeah. And so uh, I feel very integrated into campus. And mm-hmm. yeah, great. Yeah, our listeners may not know that we have a priory on campus. It's it's a little bit up the hill from where Holy Trinity Seminary is, and and of course we've got the Cistercian Abbey across the street. But we've we've had we've had Dominican priests on campus for for many years now, and and of course we also have Dominican Sisters, the Congregation of Saint Cecilia, teach for us, and we're working on building a, a convent for them. So um, before we we get into some elements of of your projects for this year, um, the projects is the right word when we're talking about um, the, uh, helping to, to foster the salvation of souls. Um, how was how it that you became a priest? There's a, a phrase by Dorothy Day that I think I hold on to quite tightly. She says, 
in her first book, The Long Loneliness, that she felt that she was haunted by God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I felt like for most of my young life, I didn't enter religious life until I was 29, that I, I tried to outrun the good Lord. Uh, <laughs> I tried very hard. I, I was working in <laughs> campus ministry. I was, you know, in the church doing those things, but, but the vocation seemed to really keep coming knocking. And I thought, Lord, this can't possibly be for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not holy enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Uh, but it seems that the Lord really doesn't care about your qualifications when he calls you. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> that when you're called to minister in a certain way, that the Lord will pursue you uh, through friends, through family, in your own prayer life, in your own contemplation. Uh, a very good friend of mine told me, he's like, all you do is talk about religious life. How come you're not actually pursuing it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of knocked knocked me out of my chair. And I said, you know, I really need to to get serious about this. And so after working in campus ministry for, oh, I don't know, six or seven years, uh, finally took the plunge and decided to, to start seriously discerning, got a spiritual director. And for me, it was, it was between the Dominicans and the Jesuits. I was at a Jesuit school. I think Ignatian spirituality has offered so many incredible fruits to the church. But I, I needed the accountability and joy of a robust community life. I wanted mm-hmm. to pray the Psalter with brothers. I wanted to, to chant the Psalms, uh, mm-hmm. and, and that juxtaposed uh, or complemented by the intellectual tradition in the order and then also being called to preach. I think mm-hmm. the world needs preachers. And so mm-hmm. the world's needs met up with my desires and uh, eventually it felt really foolish not to enter. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the, you you talk of uh, the Dominicans in a, in a particular way. They're called to preach, and um, they also have a um, a particular way of thinking about the relationship between faith and reason, which is, um, I, I think, quite helpful for how we at the University of Dallas conceive of of our work, particularly as as educators. Right, we're we're engaged in this ongoing dialogue between faith and reason, and it, it's one that that Saint. Pope John Paul II articulated so well in Fides et Ratio, and also even in, in Ex Corte Ecclesiae. Um, these, these two paths to God are so often presented as though they are opposed to each other. And um, what John Paul II has argued is not only are they not opposed, not only are they um, in some ways complementary, but you can't even have full use of reason without some recourse to faith, which is a, in some ways a surprising argument, but maybe not to a Dominican. And, <laughs> and um, you know, particularly when, when one thinks of, uh, of Albertus Magnus or Thomas Aquinas. But how, how do you, how do you uh, think of, of that relationship between faith and reason, and how does that inform your, your, um, your approach to your priesthood and, and your work? I think in the simplest way, uh, Dominicans have a a healthy and holy curiosity about all things, mm-hmm. and so you you know you mentioned uh, Saint Albert the Great, Albertus Magnus. Uh, he was known for you know picking up rocks and bringing them home and trying to figure out exactly what they were, and and was so interested in the natural world as part of God's revelation that for him that that couldn't be separated. That the natural world spoke to him and said, "This is something of the kingdom. This is something that God has given us that we can use our intellect, we can use that reason mm-hmm. to better understand, and that that will bring us back more deeply into faith." And I think as Dominicans. 
we want to be ready to to engage in conversation about whatever is currently going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, for so many young people, there's there's so many things going on in the world right now when it comes to just. Uh, I mean, the the subjects are too numerous, but but to to not be able to have a reasonable answer that's also based in the faith, I I think is is something a Dominican would fear, and we're we're very comfortable saying I don't know, but when a Dominican says I don't know. He then goes home and gets a book and begins to learn so that the next time that question comes up mm-hmm. that we can actually answer it. And so I think for me, it's, it's all about that healthy and holy curiosity. Mm-hmm. How is God revealing himself through the intellect, through, you know, through the will, through all of these ways that we actually encounter the world and then are moved to do something about it? Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Um, so w- when you think about your, your ministry at the University of Dallas, um, what 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 stands out to you as being a principal significance to your your work? What 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 is your your aim your your goal? Uh, those are also quite numerous. All of them, I think, encapsulated in in the salvation of souls. Right? Like I want I want everyone to be able to walk towards God together, and and we're supposed to walk together. You know, mm-hmm. where two or three are gathered, and with that in mind, I think. Specifically, one of the things I think a number of people in our, our younger generation struggle with is just building relationships, be they friendships or serious dating relationships. And so one of the things I really want to do um, in just the speakers we bring in, the kind of conversations we have in our men's and women's ministries, is how do we build those healthy and holy friendships? You know, mm-hmm. Aquinas reflects on friendship deeply in the Suma, as you well know, and, and you know, uses it also as a way to describe our relationship with God. Right. And so we know that friendship is something core to just existing and being and having a happy and full life. And I think for so many of our young people, especially after this last year mm-hmm. of isolation, um, but also I think just with some of their connections when it comes to how they interpret the world mm-hmm. uh, through through technology and whatnot, I'm like, let's get back to being human. Yeah, no, it's 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 um, th- those are significant challenges, right? The isolation, and then some of the the um, um, modes of engagement through social media, which which are profoundly alienating. I, w- I was talking to our incoming students in, in um, one of the gatherings on Friday, and and I was telling them that one of the virtues of the education that we provide is learning how to argue without quarreling. Um, and I said that's different than that. It said you'll learn to say I think you're wrong, and here's why. But that's fundamentally different from saying you're wrong because you're an idiot. And and when you when you look at Twitter and um, other modes of of engagement, um, those ad hominems are are paramount. It seems so. Um, helping helping students get past that, and then there's just a lot of confusion about. What what it means to be a human being and what it is to flourish. Um, you put all of the stresses of this past year on top of of a kind of unhealthy individualism and and a, an orientation towards maximizing one's personal preferences. And it it you know we've got a lot of work to do. We we tend to attract students who are already well formed, but that doesn't mean that they're immune to these these. Um, modes of, of thought because they're they're so uh, ubiquitous in, in our culture today. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. I mean, when it comes to just how we identify as people, uh, what that what that actually means, because our identity is in Christ, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Before anything else, our identity is in Christ. 
and teaching people that that everyone fundamentally has dignity, even those that you disagree with, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to treat the people. Um, and there's things that as Christians we're allowed to disagree about. Mm-hmm. There are things that we're allowed to have different opinions about, but you still have to come to your to those people. And I think having friends that you disagree with, uh, I think, makes you a better and holier person. You, mm-hmm. I think those relationships are often sanctifying mm-hmm. because you find out that humanity is is this diverse, beautiful thing that God has created. You know, mm-hmm. and that we're all, it's it's all an image of God. And so, I fear that sometimes we we think everything can be done in a sound bite. You mm-hmm. know that, uh, and if you're behind a, a computer screen, behind a you know your cell phone, uh, you're much more comfortable with taking away someone else's humanity. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot harder to do when you're you know seated together at dinner and actually discussing something that you're both passionate about, even if you're not on the same page. Yeah. Like the interpretation of Homer um, or, or Aristotle. I mean, that's, that's, where, that's where those initial disagreements will, will come to the fore. And it's good to practice on those classical texts. Indeed. Um, so the, 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 the work of cultivating friendship, um, the, the work of, of – um, Presenting to students opportunities to uh, draw closer to our our Lord. I mean, we've got two masses on campus every day. We've got confession several times a week. Eucharistic adoration will begin once we have enough enough people to to sign up. What what other kinds of activities? Um, I mean, you're you're principally responsible for those things and and many more. So. Yeah, um, I mean, we have our our men's society. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think. Men are in desperate need of, of friendship and figuring out what it means to actually be an adult, an adult man in mm-hmm. this world. And so we try to foster that through having some great speakers. Uh, for example, yourself, Dr. Sanford is one of our speakers <laughs> this year. Um, but we're having a, a number of people come to actually just talk to our young men about what that looks like. We have our Blessed is She group, which is our women's ministry, where, where women learn about that, you know, that holy sisterhood in Christ and the, the feminine genius and what it, what it means to actually be a woman made in the image and likeness of God. In addition, we have a number of retreats. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're excited to actually have retreats this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have our, our incoming student retreat, our Genesis retreat. We have an awakening retreat. And then we also have our focus missionaries mm-hmm. who reach out to our students and engage them. Um, primarily in relationship and friendship. And then I think part of that and one of their main ways of doing that is engaging in scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they actually read and pray with the Bible together um, mm-hmm. as young people. And I think sometimes uh, we're afraid to just enter into the text of scripture alone. And so to have a community to do that with mm-hmm. is a great value. And so there, there's all of that. And then Spiritual direction and you know tasks as assigned. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I've given you a few of those already. So, so the the um, the focus missionaries. You know, it, we were talking um, recently about the fact that some people think of them as sort of separate from the University of Dallas, and of course, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students is its own organization. But but they're 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 serving under you as the director of of campus ministry and and you're striving to integrate their work with with the other things that you mentioned so um if you could explore the the complementarity a little bit um of of their work with with other activities so one of the things that that focus has that i think really helps the school well is that they have radical availability. Mm-hmm. And so where I am blessed to to provide the, much of the sacramental life to the school, um, that means 
that I can't be at everything and go to everything. You know, mm-hmm. I, I need to be in the confessional. That's what God has called me to. So I'm, I'm right where I should be. But mm-hmm. that means that uh, I'm not going to be at swing club or I'm not going to mm-hmm. be at all the rugby games. I'm not going to be able to be in all of those places. And so the radical availability of our focus missionaries allows them to meet the students where they are. And one of the big things they really do is help a lot of the students move from um, I'm not sure what to call this, but, you know, kind of the, the check the box Catholicism. I go to mass every Sunday. I go to confession twice a year. I'm, I'm pretty good to move into that, that real discipleship, into mm-hmm. that, that real relationship with Jesus that, that reminds us who we are and directs our entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, what, one, one thing, and I didn't, uh, prepare you sufficiently for this question. So, <laughs> but I, 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 I sometimes wonder, uh, or try to put myself into the shoes of one of the religious on campus. You know, I mentioned before we 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 have the Cistercians. We've got Dominican Sisters, National Dominicans. We've got the the Order of Preachers, Southern Province. We've we've got men in formation through the Redemptorist Mater um, Seminary, and uh, they do all of their their theology and, in, and Masters of Divinity with us. We've got Holy Trinity Seminary. So there's diocesan um, um, and and these other communities. Um, uh, what is 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 there a sort of inside baseball uh, mode of being when you're engaging with those who who've um, accepted the vocation um, to to serve as a priest, but are 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 doing so in a in a different in a different way? So, what, what's it like to be a religious amongst other religious who are not in your community? So, religious life is is a beautiful calling, and I ask every young person to, to at least consider it. But it's also peculiar. I mean, we have a very specific way that we live. And so there's a blessing in having other people that that can immediately understand uh, just certain aspects of your life that, that most people in lay life have not experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, probably uh, similar to, you can probably talk about marriage with other married men in a way that I will never be able to, right? And so to be able to, to talk to the other religious about their experience on campus, but then also to be able to talk to them about their experience in their convents and in their rectories and, and what that actually looks like and feels like is, is a great blessing. And so there is a way in which I think among religious, we, there's, there's a base knowledge of how we live mm-hmm. that communicates very easily. And so it's, it's a, and it's a great blessing to be able to be around other religious. Mm-hmm. Um, our novices are actually, you know, taking uh, a scripture class with uh, one of the Cistercians. And mm-hmm. so to be able to kind of borrow from one another from the richness of our different traditions uh, mm-hmm. within the church and to be able to to work together because at the end of the day, we're all on the same team. Right. You know, we're all right. we're all working for the Lord. Uh-huh. So, yeah. You know, another thing that your your community does is, is you support the University of Dallas Sarah Club, which has been – Meeting twice a month on on campus for an early morning mass and and then a breakfast and and focused prayer, um, trying to to uh, revive or or encourage vocations not just to the Dominicans um, but hmm. but to, whether to diocesan or, or religious life. Um, where where could our listeners go to learn more about the work of um, campus ministry at the University of Dallas and, and the activities connected to the Church of the Incarnation? So. We are, I think, pretty good at uh, maintaining our website. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's through the udallas.edu, and you can just search Church of the Incarnation if you don't want to try to find your way there. Mm-hmm. And 
And when you get there, it, it lists all of the groups that we sponsor, all of the student activities, all the mass times, all the confession times. And so if you want to get involved with the Sarah Club or any other you know group that is based in campus, um, that's the place to go. That's where, where we keep most of the information. You're also always – you can always call us. Yep. Uh, you know, we have student workers that are at the desk nine to five, Monday through Friday. So, yep. uh, and they they should know when everything is, and if they don't, they'll find out. <laughs> so, you know, I, I mentioned this because unlike other campus ministries at, at other Catholic universities, our our church, the Church of the Incarnation, is is more than just a campus church. Um, it it it's always been open to visitors from uh, the the wider community. And is in a. I, 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 I'm hesitant to describe the canonical status, but it's somewhere in between a full-blown parish and just a, a university chapel. And um, um, the activities that are um, engaged in there, on top of the liturgical, are are sometimes open to to others. And so too are opportunities to express support, uh, financial and and otherwise, to to the ongoing work of. Um, of um, campus ministry at the University of Dallas. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, a lot of our people come there for you know the liturgy. Uh, I hope they come for the preaching, and I think one of the main reasons they come is I I think they see the vitality of the young people, our students there, and are and are vivified by it and want to be part of the mission of helping young people live their faith, come closer to Christ, and they can see just in coming to mass um, how many young people are at mass. I mean, I think a lot of churches. Um, you know, we, I talked with the Nashville sisters last year, the vocation director came and she was like, you normally have a hundred people at a daily mass. And I said, yeah, most of the time. And she was mm. like, do you realize that that's not normal? <laughs> you know, and I was like, I, I've kind of forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. And it looks like we're running up against time. Um, I was getting some signals from Dave. Yeah, we uh, we have some wiggle room to uh, to close out when we we want to, but okay. in order to meet the next show, we'll probably need to start wrapping things up. Okay. Fascinating conversation, though. I've enjoyed it very much. Great, great. Um, well, uh, Dave, do you ever go to mass at uh, the Church of the Incarnation on campus? I have, yes, a number of times. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh. I haven't been there recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I have. Well, we, we, we have a new director of music, and and he's he's been um, working with more and more students. It, what I always love is is once the semester begins, you start seeing students in the choir more often doing the readings, serving mm-hmm. as as um, um, servers at the Mass, and, and it, it really is encouraging to see, particularly when, when you show up for daily Mass, and, and there are so many young people there. And they, confession, too, right? Yeah, is often offered... Uh, some days, all days. We offer confession four days a week: yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, two to three, and Saturday, ten thirty to eleven thirty. And you can always call or email me, and if I have time, I will make it. <laughs> and we we have a few other priests who help out on campus. Um, so including including um, somebody who's at the seminary, Father Kevin Wilwert, um, and uh, Father Don Dvorak, Father Don uh, Dvorak. one of the previous yeah. chaplains who um, is still. Still chugging along and still helping and still saying mass. Two chaplains ago, right? Two chaplains ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much, Father Joseph Paul. Thank you for your work. Thank you for your ministry and uh, the ways in which you're you're touching so many souls. Thank you. Yeah, great segment. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for being here. It's great to have you in studio again, Father Joseph Paul Albin, Dominican priest and the new chaplain and rector of... University of Dallas and the Church of the Incarnation. Dr. Jonathan Sanford, thank you again for being here. We'll see you next month. 
Looking forward God to it. God willing. Okay. Thanks so much. That's the UD segment. This is the Good News Show. Thanks, Sissel, Diane. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. Are you patient, compassionate, and eager to help others? Join the Growing Catholic Charities Dallas team by applying today for our open roles in children's services. You will find information on how you can help us serve a population in need. View this in all open positions at ccdallas.org slash careers. That is ccdallas.org slash careers. Join us in serving God and our fellow man today. Do you think it would be easier to walk in your faith journey alone or alongside others? Scripture teaches us that we are meant to be in community. Pope Francis recently commented that fraternity is essential to the human quality. The number one Catholic fraternity is the Knights of Columbus, and they have made it easier than ever.